back, baby. Holy shit, that was a long time. I went on vacation literally when everything started happening. Like, everything. This asshole goes to Phoenix in the middle of summer for I had to summer vacation. to go recover from the stupid Milan Lucci trade to get away. And literally, literally within, like, what, four days, Bennett signed, Riddick signed, the arena deal got announced. It was insane. It was insane. Anyways. Well, anyways, you're back. We're back. I'm back. You're back, baby. Okay, so um, first things first. I know I I know everyone knows my feelings on the Lucci's trade. I gotta get it out. I gotta I gotta just. This is it. This is the epilogue in the Lucci trade. I'm just. I've been thinking a lot about it. Okay. 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 So I still absolutely hate it, as I think most people do. But I got three kind of things that I. Okay. I'm I'm curious. Do you do you hate the player or the contract? What's the ratio of hate? Is it allocated it's like, more towards the it's player? It's contract. Okay. 100%. Okay. Fair enough. If they if they literally went out and like traded for Ryan Reeves, I'd be like, well, that's stupid. But whatever. It's like, if got term and, like, term and dollars, like, you, I don't care. Like, fuck, I just hate that contract. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. I just hate the contract so much. Okay, so here's my three points that I've kind of been trying to rationalize it. Number right. one, right, and you it. said this first, Neil had to go. They had to get him the fuck out of there. That's honestly my biggest concern. I don't know what happened. Something must have happened this that was like... Is that bottom line is Tree Living wanted to get rid of Neil just as bad, if not more, than the Oilers wanted to get rid of Lucic. Obviously. But again, my bone of contention is still that they didn't leverage this anyways they, totally, had to, they had to get rid of Neil totally agree and I, I'm, I'm imagining Tree was shopping around yeah. and he knew that he couldn't dress Neil to start the next season exactly. so he was in a you know it's just like real estate you're, he was a motivated seller for yeah. Neil and couldn't find a buyer and so he knew he had to trade shit for shit so yeah he must have not been able to move him out like he must have to take on Lucic's contract so they had to move out Neil I guess like you absolutely I was, I said they absolutely had to, but not at this cost. But I mean, I guess they, they had to move him out and they weren't going to buy him out because you're looking at like the one, two million dollars almost in a buyout okay. over the next six years. No way the ownership's getting behind that. No, eight years. Would it be? Eight years. Yeah, it's because it's double the contract. Right. My next question for you is contract aside. Say the contract doesn't exist. Okay. The player swap. Okay, so that leads perfectly into my second point. Okay, Lucic is a better fit in the bottom six than Neil because there's no way Neil was playing in the top six because he's a dope and did dick all last year and is too slow and you have way better... Like, Lindholm stole the job from him in, like, day one of training camp. So Lucic does fit better into the bottom six. My biggest thing with... You look at Nutri's, uh, Lucic and his stats... Nobody has good stats in Edmonton except for right. Connor McDavid and Leon yeah. Dreisaitl. So that's my only kind of shred of optimism here. If you're looking at Lucic being a better fit for the team, is that um, you know everybody sucks in Edmonton. So and he had actually like if if you just go check out Insta, I posted some some stuff in the stories. Just like his five his five on five play has actually not been too bad. Lucic, like he's People? been a positive player in Edmonton. There's been some guys digging up some actual hardcore stats that actually show he's actually a decent player. So, so yeah, he's a better... He's. It, it could be one of those stories where he's skate one of the skateboats, right? Yeah. I mean, look at Taylor Hall, right? As soon as he left Edmonton, he was the, <laughs> he was the MVP nominee. Like, I, again, I just... Yeah. 
Okay, so he has some decent five-on-five five numbers. He'll fit better in the third, fourth line as a player. Better than better than Neil would, obviously, for sure. So okay. there's that. And then I guess, so this is where like I'm at because like this team apparently is hell-bent on getting a tough guy. So what are the options if they can't trade Neil and they go out and sign a tough guy? You're probably paying more for those players combined. Oh, or something along those lines. So I guess this is kind of like tree living, two birds, one... St- Let's say one and two, a half birds. One like negative one birds or some shit. So I like I guess this is an important thing because I never really believed it when Eric Francis was like, oh yeah, they're going out to trying to get Ryan Reeves because Eric Francis is an idiot. But I guess they did almost sign Reeves last oh, year. Oh yeah, they were super close. Yeah. So but Reeves and Reeves I think wanted to come too, but yeah, last minute really he was really close. To stay in, in Vegas. So I mean, I guess if they're if this is a this is a something they value. This is a commodity they value. I guess I guess, you know, it's probably cheaper than them keeping Neil and going out and like signing somebody or like so you're like the perfect example. I don't even. I don't even know what those state. What are the the steps of getting over? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, complete, grief or whatever. The yeah, stages of grief. The grieving process. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get to acceptance though. Okay, it's like bar- it's, I'm bargaining right you're now. You're getting close. Yeah, you're, now you're bargaining. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think as a fan, you have the right to be both. Like, like I want Lucic to do. I want this team. This I still think this team is one of the best teams in the West. I still think I want this team to be awesome. I want Lucic to come here and be. I will cheer for him. I mean, he's not going to show up and be like, "Fuck you, I hate you, you yeah. suck." Are you going to no. boo or loo him? I, <laughs> <laughs> see, we'll see. I guess. Um, but I mean, yeah, like as a fan, you have the right to be both critical and still be able to cheer for them. Like I can hate this move and still want Lucic. Like I would, I would absolutely be. Th- 100% stoked and thrilled and overjoyed if he came in this year and was an effective player and helped them go on a playoff run. Like, that would be amazing. Yeah, if he proved you to be an idiot. Exactly, prove me. You would be stoked. Exactly. I'm sitting around I'm in my actually, house. I got nothing to do. Prove I'm me to be an idiot. Really, I'm actually really curious to. I don't think I've been in a part of a Flames team that's had a someone that they, you know, a Lou, right? <laughs> a guy that the, sucks they, in his own. No, 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 no. The, no the, the, the crowd's. Gonna, <laughs> oh, the crowd's gonna lose. Who would be the closest right? guy? Like, I, like Bugart. I, oh, Bugart didn't play for us. What am I talking about? I don't. I've never. Was there a goalie? Ramo, Berra, one of those weirdos. I don't, I don't know, man. What did we say from Hillary? Trying, yeah, no. Like, there's definitely no like the fact that nothing sticks out means yeah. that there's been no it's significant. So it'll be that that that's that's what put that on the fourth thing of my. That'll be positives. interesting to see how that if that's it. I don't even know if that's fun. Yeah. Like when I hear other fans doing that, I've never it really kind of, liked it. I'm it, like, what are you like doing? It, it sounds like, like a boo. It's I'll like, get into it because I I've always I've been like I've always been opposed to it. I never I never liked it. Never understood it. If he okay if he goes out and levels like Cassian or Neil in the first game against the Oilers, I'll be looing. You know what? He should go out for Neil. He should. I'm sitting here thinking, look, he's been playing with that team for three years. Yeah. It's going to be kind of it'll take a little bit of time to build some oh, animosity yeah. against them. But a guy like Neil, go after Neil. He's he's a punchable face if there ever was one. You think so, eh? Neil, his teeth are very punchable. Oh, he's got like no teeth left. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay, so like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, so, obviously, I still hate it. They sh- the biggest problem for me is that they still sh- they shouldn't have the- they shouldn't have signed Neil last year. They shouldn't have done that. Right. That's the biggest knock on tree living. 
for me is like, what the, what were you doing? You knew Kachuk was up at the end of the year. You knew you had these goalies to sign. Like you needed Bennett. Like I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, uh, what if, if he what was? If, what if Neil did what he should have done and scored twenty five goals? But yeah, I know. But then you didn't need he, it. Even you didn't need it, right? You're that was like, such a weird season weird. to predict. No one predicted right? the Flames to finish second overall. No one predicted those top five guys to be in the top twenty yeah, and score. Exactly. It was, it was an incredible year actually to 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 be a Flames fan and watch. Oh, that. It was unreal. It so was the best year ever, I've ever like. The thing well, was, yeah, it seems up in the line. You finished second. You didn't even need Neil. I know exactly. But he didn't know that. I mean, it's like you can, can't predict those things. Well, hopefully, I mean, like if you're if you're a general manager and you have a staff of advisors, you would hope somebody said, you know what, Brad, this guy's like what 30, 30. He's coming off three three four years of going deep in the playoffs. Like somebody somebody's got to be giving us some analytics to suggest that this is not a good signing. It's yeah. like everybody else did. That's like, true. this is not great. So, I mean, this is, like, the biggest indictment to me that he's still, like, this is still, like, it's literally been, like, even before the Brower thing, like, the Mason Raymond thing, his free agent signings have been absolute horseshit. Like, so bad. So, yeah, yeah no, that's true. And, I mean, even, even like, I think we should do, like, a total re- recount sometime of, like, all his moves. But, I mean, like, I've never, like, I don't like the Hamnick deal. I still don't like it. You gave up a lot of, you gave up three draft picks for Travis Hamnick. I mean, I don't. I still am not a huge fan of the Dougie Hamilton trade, even though Carolina only has Dougie Hamilton left out of that. I mean, I still didn't think he got like. I don't know. I just like he's not. He's, you know, what? his negotiation in trades. He's that'll, never. That'll, that'll be a great. That'll be a great episode. Let's do that. Yeah, for let's sure. break down all the tree living moves. We'll do the tree living um, line of. Yeah, because like when's the like he never like. Those deals where it's like, holy shit, they like like what Tampa Bay just did to get out of their cap hell. They fleeced Vancouver for a first round pick and then they dumped Ryan Callahan to Ottawa. It's like Crazy. two great, really prudent moves that helped them out of a cap jam. And tree living is like we've never like he's never really fleeced a guy. Not that that's the point of a trade. Tree living just got it's fleeced. hard yeah. <laughs> it's hard to make trades in the NHL, but I mean once in a while you think to be you think you could just like win all Well, you know what? I don't know, man. That Carolina, some people can make an argument that that he uh, definitely came out. To yeah, I know. I think that I think most people say, "Oh, yeah, he, they totally won because Carolina doesn't have Furlan anymore, nor do they have Fox." But I mean, I think Dougie Hamilton is still the best player in that deal. I think Hannafin is meh, and I think Lindholm, great player. If you had just gone like Lindholm for Dougie Hamilton, I would have been fine. It's just they gave up three assets, well, two assets because Furland was going to be a UFA and was never coming back to either team. But I mean. And I guess the same could be said about Fox, but I mean, if you have those three assets and you turn them into two assets, like, anyways, I don't mean to revisit that. I'm just saying, like, his 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 work as a GM, other than getting guys signed, his, like, his own guy signed, has not been particularly my favorite thing in the entire world. Anyways, okay, so... But you can't argue with team success. Yeah, no, so you can't like, argue with being the... At the end of the day, we yeah. can sit here and, you know... And, like if they if they literally go out and win the Stanley Cup this year or next year and Lucic is there and then it's like we suck for the next whatever years of his contract I don't care it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter but they have to like yeah they get out of the first round <laughs> right anyways yeah I'm not I don't like the tough guy stuff but I guess they do so what I'm not the GM I'm not part of the well team, I mean so. you look at some of the player reaction and I don't know how much of that is just players blowing smoke in his yeah. ass but. You know, Geo seems pretty pumped. Um, some of the other other players, they really see Lucic as as a solid 
player and a guy to have on your team. So I don't know. I'm curious to see how it transpires. All I know is one of the most, I've probably, there's two unforgettable games from last season. Three, okay? The Colorado comeback, obviously mm-hmm. the Philly comeback, yeah. and then that first Battle of Alberta game. But the Tampa game, too, just to throw in there. Remember the Tampa that? game was good. I was oh, there. Oh, they lost. but Yeah. But those uh, those are the top three yeah, for, for me. sure. And, like, without a doubt that... Because there's one thing when you beat a team, yeah. but when you beat their, beat ass, their ass while you beat them, <laughs> it's like, yeah. especially if it's a rival, mm-hmm. it's just so satisfying on such yeah. a deep level. So... Um, I'll be curious to see what kind of impact Lucic does. Yeah, I'm curious, and like again, I would love to be proven wrong on all my like tough guy. I hate tough guys, and he's gonna do. And I don't even think he's like he's a tough guy, but he's not a tough guy in the same vein as like. Well, maybe he is now. I don't know. The Reeves. Yeah, like he's not Wilson. Just, uh, well, he's. I'd rather have Wilson, I guess. But I mean, like, well, is yeah. there any of those dinosaurs still around who like literally play on the fourth line and fight? Not Reeves really. Reeves is like the only guy. I can He's not a bad player, but no. Anyways, yeah, we'll see. I will want him to do well, but I still hate. I still don't like it. And I'm, okay. I mean, I think for me, the bright spot, listening to what what you're where you're sitting now, is that you like the player for player move. I don't like it. It's 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 inconsequential. Well, but I, I can I can pull something out of it, and that yeah. makes sense. The roster when you when you exchange Neil for Lucic. It seems like it got better. Yeah, but it's if you, kind if you of wait out by subtraction. Whole, yeah, yeah. So anyways, time will tell. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we don't have Neil. Anyways, well, yeah, we'll see. I can't. I literally I can't stop talking about this deal because it's so weird. <laughs> anyways, yeah, player. It's like Pinder tweeted. It's like here's the deal. Player for player, this doesn't really matter. Other than the Flames need to get rid of Neil and the Oilers need to get rid of Lucic, and the Flames took on way more risk. But whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just so everyone knows the buyout numbers just before I wrap this Lucic shit up, and I swear to God, I won't talk about this anymore. There's there's, there's two things that loom over this, which yeah. is, is no movement clause and then the buyout. So the buyout thing is like, so he signed a contract that was very um, like backloaded. So you can't, it's essentially buyout proof. Um, so like as opposed to where Neil, you would be looking at 1.9. If bought out next year, he'd be 1.9 against the cap for six years if he's bought out next year. So for Lucic, if you buy him out next year, the year one and year three, 4.8 million, the Flames pay. The Oilers yeah. play like 680K. Year two is three and a half million. So those first three years are like, you're not even saving anything. And then year four to six is like 400K, but okay. you, you can't buy him out. Then there's a no movement. I saw someone uh, tweet about this where they said they don't mind Lucic being having forced to to protect him because the way that the roster is set up, mm-hmm. you're most likely gonna go with uh, what is it seven forwards. We'll have to do an expansion draft podcast we'll too. Do a, a draft. I don't know why I keep forgetting. It's seven three and two. I think seven three and one. Seven a oh, one goalie. Yeah, one oh, goalie. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But the way that the roster set What's up, you're John probably going to go with seven three one regardless. Yeah. Um, and so, and this guy was saying exposed Giordano. See, this is a weird one because this is what I said. Like, fuck, this shows how much I know about hockey because I was saying this. You're because saying do you know who I would expose? Just we'll do a separate draft on this. But do you know who I would expose in the expansion draft? Hoping that he get picked this year. This one coming up. Yeah. Just like maybe, just maybe. Monahan. No. Geo, Backlund. Backlund. Oh, his yeah. contract kind of sucks. You know what? Yeah, I could see that. 
He signed now, till he's 35. Backlund's kind of in this weird, is he overrated or is he underrated? Yeah. Like, it's like so hard to tell. He's an analytics darling, and I've always really liked him. But his contract is kind of... He's a great possession player. He doesn't score. He doesn't score. He doesn't. Doesn't produce. Quite he doesn't enough. produce enough. He had a good year last year. Though. Yeah, he was good. If but he I can mean, keep that production up, yeah. Solid. Anyways. Okay, moving on. Okay, so Sam Bennett signed two years. We're just doing a recap of what. Yeah, everything we missed. While everything I was in that Phoenix. we were literally just banging our heads against the wall about <laughs> that we couldn't talk about. Oh my god. Um, so Sam Bennett signed. Bennett two and a half AAV for two years. I this is fine. Yeah, like it's good. It. Yeah. I was said a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'd like Bennett to be on a one-year show me deal, but this is fine too. It keep, takes him to RFA, so even if he has two really good years, he's still under team control. So yeah, I yeah, I really don't Honestly, have much to say about this other than this is fine. I think I thought Bennett had a pretty strong season last year, um, but they definitely capped that off with the playoff performance. He was yeah, our, totally him and Smith were, our, and I mean Smith was very flashy. We shall not speak his name. Yeah. Like he looked good. I just don't know how yeah, good he again, actually was. Like he, he looked, wasn't that good. He looked godlike. He made a few really good saves. But I just don't know how how good he actually was. He makes himself There's look a lot pretty of good. Shots, it's like he's but, way at the position. Yeah. But regardless, um, Sam Bennett was un- unbelievable in playoffs. Yeah, he was great. And like I'd like to see him in a in a more expanded role this year. Yeah, I'd like to see him a lot of time on that second line. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, like I mean, a lot of his underlying numbers have been pretty positive. Um. The one stat was like he had he was like uh, pretty high up in primary assists and like dead last in secondary assists. So it's like he's setting up a lot of right. He's driving some offense. Well, he drives well. He drives, that's what he does. He drives. So offense. like I think having not being saddled with Neil this year will definitely be a help. And if we can get rid of Jankowski, I think if he played on like a Ryan Lucic Bennett line, but I mean I'd be curious to try him at center, man. Yeah, no, I would love to see him. Place up center. Third or second line. I don't know. Because you know injuries are probably going to happen. This team was pretty lucky last year. It's true. In terms of injuries. Really so somebody's going to probably be playing on the second or top line or up a line where they should, from where they should be. But, I mean, I'd really like to see him play on the second line. I really like the idea of Bennett and Kachuk and somebody else on a line. I, I don't, you have to try it. Yeah. Bennett, Kachuk, and Lucic. you gotta oh, at least got to at least see what happens. <laughs> When just you put stir shit up. Yeah, I'd be really curious. Like that, that maybe that's a line you go to when yeah. when your when your energy sags and you're mm-hmm. kind of behind it. You need some energy. You need a spark. Uh, maybe you throw those guys together, stir the pot. I don't know, but it, like that should be an entertaining line yeah. if we get to see some of that. Yeah, I, I this is a great. It's not a great deal. It's a fine deal. It's good. Yeah, I really have nothing to say other than it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No. It's great. Like, hopefully he's. Because I think like I don't know he's probably carved he's probably carved out a pretty solid like role in the NHL like I know a lot of people are like oh if he doesn't make it he's done he's done if he but I mean he's a third line player with some upside so I hope we see him a little more and he's only twenty three like see that's the thing that that to me yeah. is, that's the kicker man right like when's he gonna hit his prime 25, 26, 27? yeah like he could really have a good season and he, here honestly and... he's been playing with. Dog shit. He's been playing with well, call ups his whole career. I mean. Every year, like other than the Bob Hartley year, and like say what you will about Bob Hartley, I didn't love like whatever, but he, I think he utilized Sam Bennett uh, more fully. Yeah. T- towards his potential, and he was great. And then I think Glenn Gulletson really didn't utilize him properly, and I think Peters did a better job with him this year. Well, and he scored Troy Brower was taking all his ice. Right, time. exactly. If you'd switched out Bra- Brower, Brower and, and Chase on, I mean, oh like, my god. 
Jeez, don't, don't even don't even get us started. Again, he shall not say his name. Anyways, yeah, this is a good deal. I like Sam. I hope he's used a bit more. He's such a great guy. He's a good guy. He's kind of a I don't know. On Instagram though, he's a bit of a What does he say on Instagram? <laughs> what is he doing on Instagram? It's just, you know when you follow guys and you see what they see what they like. What is he like? I don't know. He just kept no no, he just seems like kind of a he seems like some dork from Calgary. Yeah, he's got what he's take pictures of his dogs and shit or what? I don't know. Okay, well, I'll have to check out his Instagram. Look at his Instagram. Just do here. some creeping. Okay. He's kind of annoying me on Instagram. But I like him. <laughs> Anyways, we're. I think we're going to do like a full deep dive one. I've been saying this forever into Bennett specifically. Just like really looking at his numbers and looking at like what he could be and maybe some idea. comparables. We'll look at his junior junior. Yeah, numbers. exactly. Because yeah. like it's an interesting case study on a guy who's the highest draft pick overall. 100%. Kind of struggled a little bit, but still... We'll see. Anyways. Okay, and then uh, Big Save Dave signed a deal. 2.75 million AAV over two years. As far as, Honestly, as far as player characters goes, these are probably my two favorite characters. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Riddick, I love Riddick, man. Dude, Who doesn't? Dude. like? He's such a fan. Easily, the, what, what, the fan favorite? I mean... Dude, he's fan favorite for sure. Unreal. Especially for me, because I hate Mike Smith so much. Oh. But, I mean, I think this is a pretty great deal. Like, when I was initially thinking of it, I was like, well, is he getting it, like... Three and a half, four? Like I don't know. No, that's that is a great deal. Like he had, he yeah. was a really good season last year. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people are a little hesitant on their goalies this year, but literally, like this is the exact kind of setup. You, this is perfect. Honestly, it is. And you got Talbot, right? Yeah, so exactly. It's, like, it's the, like it gives Riddick a little bit of wiggle room if totally. he has to find his game here yeah. and there. But um, from the flashes we've seen with him, he should only progress. And if you have a guy like Talbot in the wings as well, I think those two will be a really good tandem. No, totally. And the Flames are playing, paying like a million dollars more for those two combined than the Oilers are paying for Koskinen alone. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, eh? Isn't that brutal? Oh, what do they do? Oh, they're so stupid. Oh, man. I Okay, hot take. I think they're going to be worse than the Oilers or the uh, Senators this year. The Oilers? Yeah. I think they're going to be the worst Canadian team. Like, did they get better? No, no they're, they're terrible. They got worse. If you look at their depth chart, somebody tweeted it out somewhere the other day. It's like... Oh my god. They literally have McDavid. Like, I don't know. They have to play Drysettle at second line center, but they literally have McDavid and Drysettle. And I well, mean, like, those is, two guys are great, but. The thing is, now they, got, they can they can put Neil at least with McDavid. He's going to score. I'm predicting he scores between 18 and 22. I would not be surprised if he scored, if he produced similarly to this year. I hope so. I f- yeah. F- well, I, we don't get that draft pick, though, if he doesn't. Well, I don't care. I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather them suck I, than get the too. draft pick. I well, well, yeah. Here, here, I'd rather he score. We get the they, draft and pick they and they miss the playoffs. Exactly. Well, yeah. they're gonna miss the playoffs. Who are they better than in the playoffs? Who Who are they gonna beat? Because who are your top eight teams in the West right now? That's true. St. Louis, Vegas, San Jose, Dallas. I mean, Colorado, Calgary. Ba- I think Colorado. Colorado barely made it in, man. Like their goalie went on a hot run at the very end. This well, they they won thirteen of their last fifteen games, yeah. and that's how they made it. Otherwise, right. it was Phoenix. Like. Yeah. And then yeah. you think they Nashville, they're not better than Arizona. No way. They're not better than Dallas. They're not better than Nashville. St. Louis, Calgary. There's a lot of people picking Dallas as Cal favorite right now. Yeah, I really like them. I like them a lot. I, I don't like I Dallas. Think I don't like them. I like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet, but I like them better than St. Louis. I like them better than Nashville. I think they're the best team in the Central. Well, yeah, I think they are. So who are they better than the Central? I don't know. They've just been so kind of like... They've kind of been that team that's like primed to win a cup, right? It's like yeah. kind of in the playoffs a little bit here and there, underachieving, kind of like similar to St. Louis. 
I could see them doing it. I don't like Nashville as much as most. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, really I think like the Jets Nashville. are still good. I don't really like the Central, to be honest. Dude, that's like the best. I don't like it, but it is like the best. Like, cause who sucks in that division? I don't Nobody? know. But to me, it's fine. It seems like it's boring hockey to me. Oh no! I know. As soon as I think about it, I'm like, okay, what's the least the game you would want to watch the least? Oh, Minnesota! I forgot they suck. But what? Like, yeah, if, if there's game. a game on a Tuesday night, this thing, win or uh, Saint. I don't like watching Saint Louis. Saint Louis and. Dallas, are you gonna watch that? Oh hell no! I'd be like, what what else is on? I would never watch that. Anyways, yeah, I think the Oilers are gonna like. There's no way they're making the playoffs. I just don't unless McDavid. Well, you see, you say that the dude scored has scored like he did. He scored six hundred points. Yeah, he scored and over hundred last nowhere year. Nowhere close. Nowhere close. Like not even in the ballpark. So it just goes to show you. And their defense is just, it's, oh, man. So, yeah, you can say, oh, well, they've got McDavid. If how they do you have think, McDavid, they have a chance. How yeah. do you think Koskinen will do this year? And we know how Mike Smith's going to do this year. Oh, Koskinen will suck. Okay. He won't suck, but he was, like. Because Mike Smith, regular season, man. Oh, oh my uh, God. Behind that defense? Ooh. That's going to be a tire fire Ooh. that I'm going to really enjoy watching. <laughs> I'm going to like to watch all I'm these. Gonna, oh, man. Games. I'm going to watch so many others games this year just to watch it burn. Okay, anyways, all right, what's next? Um, yeah, so that's where they're at. So they have 4.6, just a little over 4.6 in cap space left now. Um, so we know we know there's a trade coming, and we have to make room. Oh, there's got to be. So, I mean, what we've been saying, thinking about TJ Brody, probably as well as Michael Falouk, we well, get- see, yeah, that's kind of what bums me out. Okay, let's do for a leak first, because like what the Devils have been doing this off season, holy shit! Wow, Gusev, Subban, Hughes—they've added like uh, Tyler Dello and Matt Kane, who are like analytics guys to their front office. They're doing a hell of a job over there. So the reason not only not getting Gusev bums me out, but I thought New Jersey could be a good landing spot for for a leak. Yeah. You're right. So now probably not. But but there's been a lot of I've seen been watching Twitter. A lot of people are are posting pro, you know projected trades of actually making a deal with with New Jersey. Yeah, I I've got to look up their cap situation real quick. But I'm like I don't know. Well, like, they, I, I just, just see Froelich sitting in there Butcher, well. right, yesterday. But I'm they must be starting to get up. Froelich's a UFA at the end of the year, so it's not like somebody needs like all this room. Yeah, they just signed Butcher yesterday, three point seven. Um, but I can't, I can't see them, like, being a team that's, like, right up against it, right? So, like, they're still pretty... Yeah, they still got plenty of room. The Devils, $8.7 million. Okay. So, yeah, for leaks... I mean, watch. They could, they could really benefit from a guy like Brody. Yeah, no, they could for sure. So, they got a pretty young defense. And and for Leak. I mean, they're, they're a yeah. great team for both those guys in a package deal. So, yeah, I like... They've got to make it... Because, okay, they trade for Leak that gives them... That gives them probably enough to sign Kachuk, but then you're really up against it, and you still have to f- sign Manjapani and a few other guys. So they trade for a leak that gives them what eight point eight point nine, almost nine million dollars. So trading for a leak is probably top on the list thing list of things to do. But because even with just for a leak, you can, might be able to. Yeah, yeah, you could probably get the Kachuk extension done if you just trade for a leak. But that's what's kind of freaking me out because nothing's happening, and I don't, I don't know where he would go. Like, okay, here's some. Yeah, I'm just looking at cap friendly. Here's okay, New Jersey, maybe. Yeah. And the thing is, you you can't be taking money back. So the Flames are probably getting a 
low draft pick or some shit like that. So New Jersey, um, the Islanders, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if he's a fit there. Does he have any ties to there? I kind of thought actually Winnipeg because... Go back to Winnipeg? Go back to Winnipeg. They liked him there. Yeah, I mean... They got tons of cap room. He's only been good since he left, so... Yeah, like he's a good player. Like, I think Winnipeg could take him. And then the other one was actually Colorado or Columbus, but I don't know if Columbus would trade for him. I don't know if Colorado's going to want to do anything else, but... Yeah, they might, though. There's so much room left. I don't know if I want to do anything... I don't know if I want to risk helping Colorado get better. Yeah, no, me either. They're like the scariest team right now. I can't... Yeah, they could be unreal this year. I just can't see, like, among the other teams, I don't know if Boston's going to do that. I don't know if Detroit's going to do that. I can't see St. Louis doing it. San Jose's pretty up against it. I don't know. I don't see L.A. I don't know. L.A.'s probably trying to get younger and get some assets. They're not going to be giving away draft picks this year. So those would be my teams that I would say probably are the best fit are Winnipeg. Columbus, maybe Colorado, um, Minnesota, and New Jersey, and maybe the Islanders. So, so what happens if you if you can't move anyone? Well, I get, yeah, that's what I've been saying. Like, because something's got to happen. That's what's kind of freaking me out. Because you're seeing like even the even um, Toronto doing the Garrett Sparks and David Clarkson deal, so they can put Clarkson on uh, LTIR. Like, Guys are making shit happen, and there's just, like, nothing. It's sil- radio silence for the Flames right now. Like, I'm not sure what's going on there. So, like, what what are you going to do? Like, what if it really comes down to it, you know? Like, what if it comes down to the wire here? Jesus, eh? Like, what if Kachuk isn't signed by training camp, and you've still got Froelich and Brody and Jankowski? So that's where it's leading to me where it's just like, okay, so may, what if what if we traded somebody like, what if we traded something, because I know Jankowski, I, we don't like Jankowski, do we? I don't know. I, I mean, don't like him. How old is he? 24. He's older. Whew. I think he's a great uh, trade chip, honestly. I think he's 100% expendable. You, Dylan Dubé doesn't do what he does except way better. No. The only thing he's ever done is like, he scored a few goals on the penalty kill. Like, wow, well, he scored some beauties though. Well, yeah, the one against Anaheim. He showed some flashes of brilliance, but yeah, but his his like, ability to compete, um, yeah. on a very consistent night to night basis, just is nowhere near where you need to be in order to, you know, be an elite player. Oh, so, and he's not a good skater. I yeah, I don't like Jankowski, and I think he's totally expendable. So, could you do something around like maybe Jankowski? Because like. I can't see for I like Froley has to be gone. Like I keep coming back to this because he all the shit that happened with his agent. So, but what if it comes down to like throwing a Jankowski in to sweeten the deal for somebody? I'd be totally down with that. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. I like, think I think that's a great, great yeah, great trade trade chip. A great trade chip. Anyways, yeah, like I could see him going. So um, the other guy is Brody, who's still up in the air. So like, where does he go? That he could fit in. Where did you say? You see New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see Mini. Like, Brody, I think you now is the time. Because if, if not now, when? I, when I watch them play throughout the season on a night-to-night basis, you, I'm texting you. I'm like, this fucking Brody guy, man. Like, <laughs> if he's not turning it over, he's missing a pass yeah. or he's missing the net. And it's just like the, the, li- the liability is when it comes to turning the puck over right. – I mean, far outweighs anything in my own eyes. So, 
to to see that there's a perceived value around him that's much higher than what I actually see. Um, I'm all for moving him now before that uh, liability kind of catches up, you know, as far as the league's view of, of who he is and his value. So I'm a big fan of let's dish him now. Yeah, for me, like, I've kind of been on the be careful with trading Brody side of things because I think if obviously he's he had a bit of a tough year, but, I mean, the dude is still, oh, man. I was just looking at some stats the other day. Like in terms of shot share and stuff, he's he's still a really good player, um, and he really helps your team. So I wouldn't be so quick to just be like, I know a lot of fans. Are like, oh, let's get him up, get him out of here now. It's like just like cool your cool your jets, cool no, your Matt, jets, because like everybody honestly, thinks Rask could, Rasmus Anderson could like go into there instantly. I think he probably could, but I mean you got to remember he played dude, there he pretty much did in but. limited minutes for not very long, like maybe 20 games, maybe 10 games. And the rest of the time he's playing sheltered uh like third pairing minutes. So like going up against Oof. 82 games against top competition, a lot of defensive zone starts on the top on the top pairing, like that's a totally different thing Oof. that Brody has proven he can do, but I still think you have to. I would trade Hamannick over him personally, but I don't know if there's. I think you. I think you. Hamannick's easier trade. I think Brody's an easier trade. I think more teams would be willing to give up something for Brody than Hamannick. What's the contract comparison? So I think Brody makes like. It's like four or five. Four. He's four three or something. I don't know. The fucking internet's not working. It's driving me crazy. Um. I was going to look it up. I know Hamadik makes like 3.8, so trading Brody would save you more against the cap. Um, but I, I just think you be, be cautious. Don't go about this as a cap dump um, if you're going to be trading TJ Brody because I think he's still a really good player. Um, I would just be cautious. Is all, I, all I'm saying. Top pairing D-men are okay. hard to come well, by. I, I, I personally feel like, as you know, you're saying there's some solid stats behind him, and I think there's some atrocious stats as well. So <laughs> I think when you want to, you got to weigh those out. But you know, that's the job of the GM, yeah, and the scouting staff. But um, regardless, I think he's in the mix of potential trade. Yeah, no, he absolutely is. Like he's almost in the cadre deal. So like, where do you think he goes? Like, where could he go? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's probably the same teams that I'm looking at in terms of, like, I guess we'll have Furley. to ask our buddy Jim, eh? Oh, are you kidding me? Furleek has a, no, a limited NTC. He would waive it, though, with all the shit that happened this Furley year. Furleek does. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, he would waive it because of all that shit that happened with his agent and so on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Philly for Furleek. I don't know. Yeah, I think Brody, I think Philly would be a nice place for Brody. But I don't know what you could get back. It's hard, I think it's, it's hard to know. Like I don't know ins and outs of where te- other teams are at. Frankly, I don't really care. But um, I guess you know when you get into the trade talk, it's nice to know, right? Yeah. I okay. Just off. Just looking at cap friendly. Like a couple teams that I think could definitely use him. I think. I think Minnesota still is maybe looking for somebody. I don't know if they're looking for an expiring UFA though. Yeah. So I think Brody fits better on a team like Toronto, who's looking to kind of make a bit of a run this year kind of is good and has a little bit of flexibility so if you look at those teams like it's maybe boston how about florida uh yeah florida what do they have against the yeah i like florida they're pretty leaky defensively i 
Who do they even like? Literally, if you told me to name a defenseman on the Florida Panthers, I could think of Ekblad, and that's it. Yeah, Ekblad. Oh, they got Yandel. Oh, they sent just signed Strawman too. That was a really bad deal. He's thirty-two, and they signed him to a five and a half AAV over three years. Anyways, yeah, I would say I would say a team maybe like. Montreal actually intrigues me a little bit. Yeah, you know what? I I could see that. I could see them uh, going for Brody. I think they're smarter than that, though. I don't know if they are. I think I think they could I think they might be able to swing it, you know? So I could see that happening. But again, like I'm just be wary of trading your second best defenseman for nothing. That's all I'm saying. I'd be totally I don't, I don't think the, he's your second best I'd be totally in the camp of keeping Brody. I think he is. He's better than I him. think Anderson's your second best defenseman. I think he and could I would, be. honestly I, would I think put, he could be. Yeah. I can see where you're coming from. And I also think Valimaki is your third. third oh yeah, Valimaki's like the future of this team's defense. But yeah, so to me, I'm not. And then you got Shillington had a great, yeah, great season as well. So I'm not worried about. I mean, honestly, even the even the depth defense that we had rolling in the playoffs. Like, Dalton Prote, baby. Well, he actually played pretty decent. <laughs> he scored that game. one goal against he, uh, he San Jose or whatever. Decent, but man, he had some bad games too. Oh boy. Um, Okay, should we wrap things up with the, the, the arena deal news and Okay, so yeah, let's do it. Okay. There's this is kind of like Monday was the was the final vote. Yeah. And it was to see if you know they the vote. council wanted more some of the council wanted more time to talk us over, but eleven of four, it was approved, official, done deal. Shovels in the ground as early as potentially this year. Crazy. Maybe um, not till twenty twenty. And then what they say, three, four years to build? Yeah, I think it was like three years. But it sounds like people are pretty optimistic it could be done sooner than that. Okay, here's my thoughts. Firstly, I was like, let's do a podcast on the ins and outs and how the tax, bra- how the tax city tax breaks down and all that shit. But you know what? Over the past like five years as this has all been unfolding, I have been, I can't think of a subject that I have been more bored by than all this say, fucking boring. arena talk. Like, it's so goddamn boring. I don't live in the city, so it's kind of a little different because well, I, I don't pay taxes And in the, the thing city. about these economic numbers is, like, you can skew... It's like anything. You can skew it to, you know, make your position look stronger or make your make it a position look weaker, right? It just depends on how you want to skew the numbers. Yeah, like me, I think we're a little opposite on this because I know you're, like... You always go down and, like, vote for the Olympics to come to Calgary and all that shit. Well, and I'm like, fuck, I don't... Pet taxpayers shouldn't listen, pay a dime for a private business. I've voted for one thing in my entire was life. Was it? Oh, okay. And it was for the Olympics, <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, you're totally on board with the new arena. Dude, right? I'm on board with anything sports-related. I'm, I'm a big, fat meh with a, with, like a, with a hint of, like, this is kind of stupid. Well, no, the thing is that it needed to be done. Did it? Well, it sounds like it, right? Because like it, why you got, you got Gary Bettman coming in and warning take yeah warning people go saying, ahead going saying like this arena is not going to last much longer. I just don't like when billionaires complain and then until they get their way. <laughs> don't give us an arena. We'll leave. Fine, we'll leave. It's like fine, so, leave. Well, then. let's think about it. What, go, I don't care. How much longer can the dome last? It's only thirty six years old. So here's my. Biggest thing is they're, they're, they're demolishing a, it. Apparently that's, that's old. No, it isn't. Apparently when they built it's the, the oldest arena uh, like in the league. Ten years older than me. That is, I, I, as an arena, sure they don't need but to demolish here's it. The though. thing is that you don't really know 
what the, what the health status of the arena is, the structural status. Yeah, here's the health status. There's not enough luxury suites, and they don't make as much money as they could. And well, the thing is, is like Mariah Carey won't come play. The arenas do. The arenas are very lucrative. So, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So I totally understand, but it's just I I hate the but posturing the bullshit city, where it's like, oh, this is gonna be great for this the is, city. It's it like, is good for the city. The city owns the sh- arena. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that means tax. That's taxpayer though. That's what. Well, that's what, well, what does it make? What make difference does it make? They're gonna take our tax money regardless. It might as well be put towards sports. On my tax money. So yeah, that's, I guess that's true. That's a good right. point. What are you else against? Anyways, I can't. I can't think of a more boring topic. So that's why we're not really into this. I really don't care. I think it's well, we like I said, we don't care about the ins and outs. What we care about is the nostalgia of the dome. Yeah, we're gonna have to um, change the name. No, we're gonna keep no, it. No, no, that's classic. even better. It's classic. But that's literally the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh fuck, we just started this thing, and I'm gonna have to change the stupid name no. to In the Rogers. What are you going to call it? It'll be Rogers something. There's no way it's going to be Rogers. Oh, yeah. Do you think? Guaranteed, It's man. Rogers up in Edmonton. Can't Edmonton, have, can't Toronto, have. Ottawa, isn't it? It's got to be. We'll see. We'll see. I don't we'll know. Scotiabank's going to be playing it. Scotiabank I has... hope it's something different just so I don't have to hear Derek Wills say, Scotiabank's saddle dome one more time. That's the one thing I'm looking forward to the saddle dome being demolished is I never have to hear that idiot call it Scotiabank saddle dome again. Who calls it that? It's like got the coolest arena name in the world. Right. That's like calling Fenway Park if it was sponsored by something. Coors Fenway People Park. who make so a living stupid. based on sponsorship say that. Oh, it just drives me nuts. Like every time. Like Scotia even when he's on the radio. You know, down at Scotiabank Saddle Dome. It's not Scotiabank Saddle Dome. It's the Saddle Dome or the Dome. You loser. <laughs> I hate that. So that's a positive. All right. Anyways, yeah, I, it's fine. I don't. I don't care. So well, I'm my, just annoyed the dome is getting demolished. My bro and I did a podcast while you were gone. Yeah, I and, and I, we guys. went into top dome memories. Oh shit! So um, look for that. Yeah, you'll have to listen to that. Yeah. yeah top right. dome memories. There's some good ones in there. I haven't been at the saddle dome a lot. To be honest, because I don't live in the city. Well, and how many? When I was a kid. It was like we had to drive like two hours. I go to games now, but I mean, yeah, you live in rural Alberta, fucking Timbuktu over here. <laughs> yep, out in the bush. Oh, the old bush. So, yeah, I as but far as the arena how goes, how many games like, do you go to a year? Well, like between five and ten, maybe. Yeah, it's about it's about the same as me, right? Yeah. So, but how and how many years have we doing that for? Ten years. Well, you go to more games than most Calgarians. Uh, it's true, but I don't have to pay the fucking tax. Not on my city taxes. I don't even know what what is what is with the city tax. I don't even know if what I pay in my little town. Do we pay? You must. I don't know. I don't know. So you're saying because <laughs> you work in Calgary? Yeah, I don't pay city of Calgary tax. No way. Right. Anyways, I just like I, the arena talk bores me. It's cool, we're getting a new arena. I'd well, th- I mean, we're not going to focus on the ins and outs. Yeah, exactly. dollars spent, blah, blah, blah. I really don't care. What we're going to do... Well, I care, but it's what, so goddamn boring. What we do want to do is do a history of the dome. Yes, exactly. Focus Remember on the history, history, history of the dome. dome. Uh, pay some respect. Some of the legend, most legendary games. Well, lots of cool shit happened there, man. It yeah. was built for the Olympics, for Christ's sake. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Back when it was called the Olympic Saddle Dome, Derek Wills. Yeah. So How dare honestly, you call it Scotiabank Saddle Dome? I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Um, oh, I know. His ticket prices are going to be... They're going to be jacked up. Ugh. I know. It was inevitable. It's out of our hands, too. Yeah, I'm just... That's, like, it's fine. But I'm, I'm just annoyed. They're Have you been to the Rogers Center in Edmonton? No. <laughs> no. Dude. 
You've been there? Yeah. When? It's unreal. Wow. It's unreal. It's an unreal um, state of the art build. Like it's, you'll see the difference. It's gonna yeah, be, I don't know. It just to me, it's yeah, maybe I'm just like a bitter, yeah, socialist. That socialism is still in me, hating the rich. But I, you know, and there's something to be said about you know, old time hockey. Yeah, like right because I mean when I played junior, I played in Chilliwack, and my first year was the last year in this tiny yeah. ass arena where the crowd is literally on top of you and just like super old time hockey. And they tore it down, built a new like million dollar, I don't know, three million, three hundred million dollar. I don't like they spent a lot of money. Yeah. Um, built a brand new arena, and that was sick, right? But then there's also part of you's like, man, playing in that old arena was sick, even though it was a piece of yeah, crap. Like, exactly. It was, it was junk. It's like you remember that sweet car you had. It was literally Han- it was literally Hanson Brothers, <laughs> slap shot. But you know, I guess you know there's pros and cons. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not political enough to be into this i really like it's so goddamn boring everyone's like what do you think i'm like i don't care it's stupid they're demolishing the dome yeah they shouldn't be doing that i really don't care which is kind of interesting fine i don't care like i don't know how the how the new location is going to factor into the stampede grounds because i know the dome is part of the stampede grounds. yeah the stampede is is functioning i know part of the deal is like the grounds are getting uh are getting revitalized they're going to use that space for for stampede yeah, so I, I'm not sure if they're going to... I hate it even more now. What? I hate the stampede. I hate the stampede. <laughs> I don't mind the stampede. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I just, I just... We thought we'd mention it. I I really... If you're wondering why we're not talking about it more, is because I don't... It's so boring. Yeah. It's the boringest subject I can ever imagine. What? Only thing... I'm just like... It just annoys me when rich people, billionaires, are whine and complain, and then bullshit. Like, why don't they just say, this is amazing, like... The, Thanks to the city of Calgary and the citizens, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just hate all the posturing that led up to it. So, well, anyways. A lot of it's political, so. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just keep yeah. that shit out of here. Yeah. Out of sports, yeah. please. Thank yeah. you. So, but we will have to do some We're sort gonna of We're going to do a really random fantastic about the dome and the series. Like, I don't even know how many episodes it will be. But it'll be like a, a, a like well, historical, gonna, at least produced, 20. well-produced, <laughs> yeah. Well-produced series on, like, the history of the saddle, though. Yeah. Not even just the Flames. Cool. Okay, let's let's wrap it up. All Thanks. Right. Yeah. What else do we got? Nothing. There's nothing really coming up until I guess Farley gets traded. Yep. They might buy out. They have to buy out. Oh shit! We've got Stone. So the buyout window ends tomorrow. So I'm assuming they buy yeah. him out. I don't know. I don't know. They'll buy him out. Why though? Because they'll save how much? Like two mil- Like just under two million, I think. I guess that's worth it. The thing is, I see him as a. I see him as a valuable asset still Whoa. on the team. But he makes three and a half million. No way, dude. Yeah, you save like just over, just under two million. So I think they're gonna have to if they're having this much trouble trading guys. You know when they have any other. Why are they having so much trouble? Maybe I don't know. Maybe there's some stuff in the works. Yeah, there's always shit in the works, but it just it's just kind of alarming with all the other activity and that like. See, I don't I don't necessarily the way Tree operates, which I do like, is that. Yeah, you never know. Is that he's not gonna buy someone out because for the sake of buying someone out, right? If he see, if he sees the guy has more value on your roster. Yeah. roster than buying him out. He's going to keep him on there. I think he's going to buy him out, though. You think he will? Well, he, is he a seven defenseman? He's probably not. Is he an eight? No. Well, if he's healthy, I think he's Who's he, who's he better six, than? Six or seven. You'd play him over Shillington or Valimaki? I wouldn't. I might. Like, I the way that Peter's... He, know, was, he was healthy in the playoffs and Bill didn't play him. Well, because he missed the whole season, but... 
thumb, the way the way down on stone lineup. If if Valimaki or I mean I would leave Valimaki no matter what, but if Shillington or whatever has a you know off game, then, I mean they got rid of Fantenberg, right? So yeah, I, so now, I, I would now say, now say there's better. better options than I just the only reason for Stone to have Stone around for me is to get Mark Stone here, but that ship has sailed. So yeah. buy him out. I say keep him. Pack your shit. I think we I think we can either utilize him or he can be part of a, eh. you know, a, a, a trade down or a he'll be bought out by tomorrow at three o'clock. Alright. That's a cutoff. That's cut Okay, off. question for you listeners. Trade options. Right? Where should Brody go if he's gonna go somewhere? Where's a good place? Brody for Leek Janko. Yeah, those three guys, where do you see them going if they're gonna go? I'll po- I'll post some like poll shit on Instagram, just on all three of them today. In the dome pod, in the dome's taken some dipshit. On what? On Instagram. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Look at this idiot in the dome. Sorry, I don't know if you're an idiot. You're probably a nice guy. He's got one post. He's got one post. He's got 184 followers. He's one of those tricksters. The official Instagram of the Calgary Flames. Don't follow that guy. Oh, follow us. We're in the dome pod. In the dome pod. P O D. P O D. Oh, okay. Just one quick. These jerseys. Dude. I'm sorry, I haven't had a chance to mention this. Sexiest jerseys. Those of all jerseys time. that are reportedly for the Heritage Classic. Sick, beautiful. Please, God. I need next one. year, make them your full time jerseys. I need one except for oh, I'm red. That'd be my only That's one. my favorite jersey. So nice. It's so nice. The red flaming seat. I should just get one red and white, bring them both to the game, and switch. Oh, totally. See, that's the only thing. Like, I would wear that at games if it wasn't for the red, so yeah. I love that jersey so much. Alright. Beauty. Peace out, bitches.